get to the word tonight. Okay, faith comes. <laughs> so I don't preach on faith all the time, but I always mention it because it's just part of our lives, of course. We live by faith. Mm. You know, sometimes we feel like we've got a lot of faith. And sometimes we feel like we've just got a little bit, you know. It's like, God, do I have any faith at all? And we go through these valleys and mountains and along the plateau sometimes. But mm. I want to encourage us tonight, wherever you're at, if you're struggling, um, as Sam was saying, she struggled with her faith, and we all do at times. You just wonder what's going on. But, you know, faith can come. Mm. Our faith may waver. It may waver for a moment. It may waver for weeks. It may waver for months. Some people's faith wavers for years, and they stray away from the Lord, and then something happens, and they come back on track again. Mm. But our faith does waver. But the good thing is that it can be grown. You know, whatever faith you've got right now, it can grow. It can increase, okay? And as we go through a few of these scriptures, you know, Jesus addressed when some of his disciples struggled with their faith. You know, there's a few scriptures when Jesus said, Oh, ye of little faith. And you think, wow, he was really giving them a hard time. But actually he wasn't. He was actually addressing it, but he didn't focus on it and didn't make them feel guilty about it. So if you're struggling with your faith, I don't want you to focus on the struggle. And I don't want you to feel guilty about it. I just want you to push through it, okay? So let's go to a few scriptures here. This is um, a story about um, Jesus and uh, he's just fed 5,000 and he's told his disciples to go to the other side. And so they're in the boat and something happens. He says, suddenly, a great tempest arose on the sea so that the boat was covered with the waves. I don't know if you've been in a boat and it's been covered with waves. That's pretty scary. But he was asleep. And then his disciples came to him and awoke him saying, Lord, save us. We're perishing. We're all going to die. We're dying here. Help us, Lord. So what's happening here? A great storm suddenly arises. And sometimes, you know what, we're just cruising along like we're on a boat too. And suddenly something pops up like a storm in our lives and you go, whoa, what is going on? And you feel like you're drowning. You feel like you're overwhelmed. You feel like the boat's gonna sink. So where's Jesus? He's fast asleep. So they ran to him, said, save us. Good place to go, go to Jesus. But he said to them, don't worry, fellas. <laughs> he didn't say that. He said, why are you fearful? Oh, you of little faith. Now, that sounds a bit mean, doesn't it? But he wasn't being mean. He's saying, why do you feel like that? Examine yourself. I'm right here. I'm right in the boat. Why would you be afraid? And sometimes we are like that. He's right here with us always, ever present. But sometimes we get afraid. And then he arose, okay, the storm arose and scared them, but then he arose and scared off the storm. Yeah, <laughs> he arose it. and he rebuked the winds and the yeah. sea, and there was a great calm. Great calm. One minute, it's everyone's freaking out. We're going to die, we're going to die. I'm overwhelmed, I can't handle it. Quick, quick, do something. And then Jesus just speaks to the storm and everything's... 
sometimes we get really anxious and afraid and it's not calm at all. But when we go to the Lord like they did, suddenly everything changes. Everything changes. And of course, their faith arose. After all, the storm arose, Jesus arose, their faith arose, all right? The next, so that was a group of the disciples. Now we're dealing with one person. This is Peter. And they are doing the same thing, going across a lake in the boat. And then they see this thing, this person, this ghost coming, and it's Jesus. He just had a prayer meeting with his father, okay? And he is full of the anointing. And Peter answered, Jesus says, don't worry, it's me. And he said, Lord, if it's you, if it's really you, command me to come to you on the water. Okay? Jesus didn't invite him. Peter invited himself. He said, command me to come to you on the water. And so Jesus said, come. And when Peter came down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. The anointing was on him. The faith was there. And he just walked on the water. He did something supernatural. You just don't walk on water. Okay? But he did. He walked on the power of that word. When Jesus said, come, he walked on the power of the word, come. That's all he heard, come. And he came. And off he went. But when he saw, so he heard the Lord's voice and he walked on the power of that. His faith was up there. The Lord had spoken to him. But when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. When he saw the storm, he was afraid. And he began to sink. Beginning to sink, he cried out, saying, Lord, save me again. Okay? There's a lesson here. Don't wait till you're sinking. Okay? Don't wait till you're sinking. He saw the storm and he should have immediately looked back to Jesus. But he didn't. He just kept looking at the storm. And the more you keep looking at the storm, the more you will sink. The more you will sink. Stop looking at the problem. Stop looking at the, oh, oh no, oh no, what's going to happen? Look to Jesus. Oh, everything's going to be fine. Immediately. Jesus didn't let him really sink. It says immediately, as soon as he called out to Jesus, immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him. And he said to him, oh, you have little faith. Do you think he said, oh, you have little faith? No, he would have said, oh, Peter, man, oh, you have little faith. Why did you doubt? Come on, man, I'm here. That's what it would have been like, okay? Not this. And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Again, total peace, total calm when Jesus is totally involved in it, okay? This is another story about, there's only a few times that Jesus said, you have little faith. This was another one. Jesus now has fed 4,000, okay? He fed 5,000 with five fish, five loaves and two fish. And then he fed 4,000 with seven loaves and a few little fish, okay? So there was two events. 
This is the second miracle event. And the disciples are going to the other side again. It's always saying, go over there, you guys. Go over there. Give me some space. Let me spend some time with my father and pray. Okay? So the disciples had come to the other side and they'd forgotten to take bread. So there's a huge miracle, lots of bread, lots of leftovers. Who loves leftovers? <laughs> there was plenty of bread left over. But they forgot to take any. How could you do that? And Jesus said to them, Take heed and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Leaven was what was put into bread to make it rise, like yeast. Okay? And so they're all thinking about bread. Okay? They're thinking about... Uh-oh, Sam. They're thinking about bread. It's all right. And they reasoned among themselves, saying, It's because we've taken no bread. So Jesus is talking about leaven and bread and yeast, and they go, oh, it's because we forgot the bread. But Jesus, being aware of it, said to them, Oh, you of little faith, why do you reason among yourselves because you brought no bread? See, he's talking about this huge miracle that's happened, proving that he is really the Son of God proving that he is the Messiah, and they're just thinking about a few loaves of bread. He's saying, what is wrong with you guys? You have little faith. Why are you talking about this kind of bread, natural food? It's way bigger than that. He's saying, I'm talking about the Pharisees and the Sadducees, the threats, the religious leaders. Look out for their bread. In other words, look out for what they will try and feed you. They will try and feed you lies about me. They will try and feed you unbelief. They are hard-hearted. Watch out for them. Watch out for the bread, the spiritual bread that they're handing out. That's what he's saying. Then they understood that he, didn't, he did not tell them to beware of the yeast or the leaven of bread, like natural bread, but of the doctrine or the teachings of the Pharisees and Sadducees. He's, he's not talking about natural food. He's talking about spiritual food. He's saying, have faith for something bigger than your tummy, guys. <laughs> We're talking about eternal things. We're talking about things that really, really matter. Okay. So he's basically talking about the good food. Don't listen to the bad food of the Pharisees. Don't eat that up. But live on the good food. That'll help you to grow. So let's have a look at a few scriptures about growing our faith. How do you grow your faith? How does faith grow? How does it come? How does faith come? In Ephesians 2, 8, it says this, By grace you've been saved through faith. God gives the grace and God gives the faith. And we have to exercise it. You've been saved by grace through faith and that not of yourselves. It's the gift of God. The gift of God. Not of works, lest anyone should boast. No one can be saved by their works. No one. It's through the grace of God and the faith God gives to us that we exercise to say, yes, I receive, or no, I reject. It's as simple as that. But that gift is a, a gift of faith from God. Faith can also come in another way, okay? That's called saving faith. 
This is growing faith. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Not just hearing the word of God, but hearing by the word of God. Okay, so as you read your Bible, as you read the word of God, faith comes. Faith comes. And especially, as I always say, if you read it aloud and you hear it in here and you hear it coming out of here, it's like a double whammy, <laughs> you know? Faith comes by hearing. As you hear yourself say these things, you go, oh, God says that about me? That's really what salvation is? That's what forgiveness is? That's how I need to live my life? As you hear these things, faith will come by the word, by the word. You know, when Jesus came and spoke the, the word of truth to the Samaritan woman, and she left her water, she left the well, and off she went into the city, she told everyone. Jesus told her one thing about herself. And she went and she said, I just met a man. He told me everything about my whole life. That's how much he impacted her. And she went and testified. She gave a testimony. She told everyone. And faith arose in them. And they all came out and many of them got saved. You know, that is awesome. Sometimes you think, oh, I don't know the Bible. I don't know scriptures. Just share your testimony. Yeah. And faith will arise and people go, I want that. I want to live like that. I want that healing. I want to... You know, hope in my heart. I need peace. I'm depressed. I need God. So, share your testimony. What else? How else does faith come? Faith comes when we pray. Not just when we pray, but when we let the Holy Spirit pray through us. That's why when we're born again, we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. In Jude verse 20, I love this passage. It says, But you, beloved, and we don't live like people in the world, don't have no hope, but build yourselves up on your most holy faith. Faith just isn't an ordinary thing. It's a holy thing. Mm. It's a holy thing because mm. it's trusting God. Build yourselves up. Don't try and get everyone else to build you up. Don't make phone calls all the time when you need help. When you need it, do it, but not all the time. Sometimes you need to build yourself up. Praying in the Holy Spirit, praying in the gift that God has given to you. Speaking in the language of heaven that only you and God can understand. The devil doesn't understand it and he can't stop those prayers. It's between you and God. Build yourselves up. Pray the will of God and build up your faith. Faith will come. Amen? How else do we build our faith? By actually coming together. <laughs> That's why the Bible says, do not forsake the gathering together. Come to church. Be together. You know, you might think, ah, oh, it's boring, all these PowerPoints and stuff, and I hate the songs, and you know what? So what? The Bible says, come together anyway. Gather together. This can be the best time of the week. You're preparing yourself for the rest of the week. You're saying, God, I'm here because I love you. I trust you. And as I honour you, that you will go before me and make the way straight for the rest of the week. 
and he will. He will pave the way for you. He will pave the way for you. So gather together because we love the Lord. We're not perfect, but we love the Lord. And we have faith and we love you and we will pray for you and you will see the breakthroughs come. You know, we've walked with a lot of you for a lot, for many years actually, and we've seen the faithfulness of God and it's good to be together. It's good to be together. You don't want to be around doubters. <laughs> you don't want to be around gossips. You don't want to be around critics and mean people. Be around people who love the Lord like you do. Amen. Mm. So faith comes by hearing, but faith also comes by speaking the word. Like I said, declaring the word. And there's a few more passages that I want to go through. And... Um, this one I love, Isaiah 54. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. As you read this, faith should come. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. When the lies of the enemy come against you, when the challenges of the enemy comes against you, you say, no, I reject that. That is a lie. God says, I'm blessed. God says, I'm accepted in him. I don't have to prove myself to anyone. I'm accepted in the beloved. You know, there's so many people out in the world trying to impress everybody on social media. Mm -hmm. You don't have to impress anyone. God loves you the way you are. He may not love everything that you do, but he loves you, okay? And anything that comes against us it says any tongue, any criticism, any lie that comes against us, we can judge it. No, that's not from God. I choose to reject that. I choose to reject it. Remember what the Word of God says, okay? The next one, this is King David. I sought the Lord and he heard me. <laughs> Simple. I sought the Lord and he heard me. And he delivered me from all my fears. Whatever your fear is, the fear of the future, the fear of the stock market crashing, the fear that your kids won't serve God, the fear that you'll never get married, the fear that you might not get that job, whatever your fear is, your fear you might lose the job. These are all real fears in our lives. I sought the Lord and he heard me and he delivered me from all my fears. They looked to him and were radiant, like, wow, look at them, they're happy. They looked to the Lord, they're all shiny, happy, shiny people. Their faces were not ashamed. You know, we can look up, we don't look down, we're not ashamed. We look to the Lord, we seek the Lord. He hears, he delivers, and faith comes. Faith comes. And the last one, all right, this is what he said. This poor man cried out. He wasn't poor, but he felt poor in spirit. This poor man cried out and the Lord heard him, saved him out of all his troubles. That's his testimonies. The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. Not only do we have each other, not only do we have the Lord, but we have angelic help. How awesome is that? The angel of the Lord encamps, that surrounds. He surrounds us. We're surrounded in a good way. 
the angel of the Lord. If we fear the Lord, God is with us. So, fear not. That's what David said, but this is what God says. Fear not, for I am with you. I am with you, and you, and you, and you. Be not dismayed. In other words, don't be overwhelmed. Don't think you're sinking. Don't think the boat's going down, because it's not. He said, I'm your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. We're in the hand of God. We are upheld. It's a beautiful picture. Held in the hand of God. Don't worry. When everyone else is sinking, guess what? Hand of God. Yes. You and me. Right there. Yes. Right there. Okay? So the last thing I want to do is say this thing that we say many times. Let's say it together. I am greatly blessed, highly favoured, and deeply loved. Let's say it again. I am greatly blessed, highly favoured, and deeply loved. One more time. I am greatly blessed, highly favoured, and deeply loved. Lord, we just thank you for your word. We thank you that faith comes, that it comes as a gift, that it comes through praying, that it comes through hearing your word, it comes through speaking your word, it comes through being together. Lord, we just thank you that whatever form it comes in, faith comes. Faith comes because we are connected to you. We are connected to you and we're connected to one another. Father, I pray for anyone who may be struggling at this time, that they may feel that they are sinking, that they may feel that they're overwhelmed. Lord, as they call on the name of the Lord, you will immediately reach down. You will immediately lift them up. You will immediately save them out of this situation because they seek you. I sought the Lord and he heard me and he lifted me up in his mighty right hand. Thank you, Lord, for the lifting up. Lift up your people, Lord. Lifting up. Lord, the ones who feel down, lift them up. The ones who feel up, lift them up more. We thank you for it. We bless you and we thank you. Thank you for a wonderful week ahead. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. If anyone wants prayer, I'll pray with you. Bye, everyone online. Have an awesome week. God bless.